What's up, everybody? Three and a possible, two and a possible today. We might have our we might have <laughs> Devion joining us. He is um, he is expecting a a child any day yeah. now. So you know he's got he's got bigger priorities than uh, than three and a possible at this point. So we I understand. We missed you. He might even join us. He might even join us at some point. Today. Maybe, maybe from the delivery room. That'd be fun. <laughs> That'd be interesting. <laughs> probably not. Probably probably would be better for his future if he did not make that choice. Uh, but you got you got me, Will Starnes. Joe Davis. Will Starnes and Joe Davis. We'll hold yes, it down sir. for you guys. So we got a little NFL news to talk about. We'll check in with the NBA. Theoretically, it'll be one of our quicker episodes, but you never know how these things can, True. can start to evolve but let's start with the biggest news in the nfl right now aaron Rodgers has made a complete mess of his of his situation so he obviously missed today's game against the chiefs where also by the way his defense did a fairly good job and had they had an aaron Rodgers, could have potentially won that game but the chiefs got the win but that's not really the news aaron Rodgers contracted covid which of course we would typically not hold anybody at fault for just contracting it, contracting COVID. That's not where the controversy is because Aaron Rodgers was actually directly asked in the preseason by a media member, did you get vaccinated? And Aaron Rodgers' response was, yeah. So let's just break that down real quick. That's one word. That means, yes, I got vaccinated. Because the question was not, did you get immunized or did you do any type of treatment <laughs> against COVID? It was, did you get vaccinated? And he said, yeah. I'm immunized. Well, then we find out that meant that he uh, went to he he went to a very special doctor, Joe Rogan, uh, and started taking ivermectin and all the the Looney Tune uh, side <laughs> remedies that are not vaccines. Claims he submitted what was it five hundred pages of research to mm-hmm. to the NFL, and they still said no. Yeah, and they said no. Said you're no, bro. Pfizer, Moderna, or Johnson Johnson. That's all we take in. Yes. The vaccines are the vaccines. You will not be considered vaccinated without taking a vaccine. Most would think that's pretty self-explanatory, but apparently not Aaron Rodgers. And then he... So, okay, so let's just get into that part. We'll get into his response on the Pat McAfee show in a minute, because he found a way to make it worse. Like... Because what I want to make very clear, I've had I've been very critical of Kyrie Irving for his stance. I think he should get vaccinated. This is like ten times worse than what Kyrie did. It is ten times. Because he worse. lied. He lied. Like people are thinking, like, oh, okay, you're good to be around because you're doing all these things, and and, and you lied, and then you're putting more people at risk. Um, and Joe, so like, just give me the give me your take. Why did he lie? You know, I think we all kind of understand it, but like, and just give me your whole take on the initial presser. I mean, we've heard pe- former players that have been teammates with them, people like Greg Jennings, who've always said Aaron Rodgers thinks he's the smartest guy in the room. And I think that's what the situation is. He thought he was the smartest guy in the room. He went to some health guru in Hawaii and said he was immunized, and he thought he was going to be able to get away with it. And my biggest issue is the NFL told him no. So they knew he wasn't vaccinated. Yeah, I know they saw him on the sidelines without a mask on in these games. I know they saw him doing press conferences without a mask on. And they didn't do nothing. They didn't find him or anything. They just kept letting him break the rules. I know y'all saw him doing it. It's just because it was Aaron Rodgers that did nothing about it. So at this point, it's too late. You can't find the man. What are you going to do? You're going to look like a hypocrite if you find him. So all you got to do is just let it ride. 
I mean, I think they do have to find him because they find the like, team. I think they got to find Aaron Rodgers too because like they find other players for these types of actions. Like they're, now they're doing an investigation. Like, like, and I, I kind of like, I kind of get it because like if say this was the fifty third man on the roster and he for whatever reason was at a presser, it might not be like front of mind. Like, oh, that guy is not a vaccinated person. Like, oh, he should have been wearing a mask. And we we find him immediately. But like, I just have a hard, time, like, especially when like Aaron, Aaron Modger, Rogers, when Aaron Rodgers makes like such a jackass out of himself by submitting all these. Like, there's no way they forgot the yeah, guy that knew. submitted 500 pages of bullshit research to try and get out of having to be vaccinated. Like, there's no way they forgot that. So they look stupid too. Uh, but now, so here's where Aaron Rod, like Aaron Rodgers, now to def defend himself he got on the pat mcafee show he does he goes usually every tuesday yep. he did a special extra occasion this week on i think it was friday and he said uh you got the woke mob out to get me okay um let's see he also said wow. that apparently the left now this is a left thing it's just it's just all the left's fault the left um was a was supposedly against vaccines when donald trump was in office and then it flipped when Joe Biden got in office. Again, more bullshit. I think what? everybody's <laughs> been very pro-vaccine, except for the, the mm -hmm. Trumpers. Like, they've been the anti-vax for the the vast majority of them have been the, the anti-vax people, I would say. Um, I mean, what 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 else bullshit did he say? He, like, it's, just, it's Sounds unreal. <laughs> like, Definitely no Kyrie-ish. I wouldn't even say it's like Kyrie. Flat, like the flat Earth saying parts. Like now you're just saying wild stuff that you don't even believe. There's no way he believes that stuff. If you've read that, you, you if someone just showed me the transcript and then said Donald Trump said it, I believe him. <laughs> I, I, I would absolutely. <laughs> it was that bad. <laughs> like oh yeah, the left woke mob was just out to get me right. and all these. If it went Trump was a okay, maybe like you know. Trump, Ted Cruz, like that ilk, you I, you would have got me. <clears throat> but no, it's just a dumbass Aaron Rodgers quarterback that thinks he knows more. Like you said, he thinks he's the smartest guy in the room really all does. the times. And yeah, God, what a mess. It's awful. And when I first heard it, I was like, okay, he's a California guy. He got immunized. He did some California, you know, California people would be doing that weird stuff. But then yeah. I saw it was like, he just did the same thing Joe Rogan did. Like, come on, man. <laughs> It just it says it all to me for real. Like he, I guarantee you, all he does is listen to Pat McAfee and Joe Rogan podcasts. Shit, apparently not because Pat McAfee's at least vaccinated, right? Hey, good point. <laughs> just Joe Rogan, apparently. I like, and you know, we, I'm sure you've seen it on Twitter and everything. Like the 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 big joke now is, oh, so does Aaron Rodgers consult Joe Rogan on reading defenses in the NFL? Like, probably not. Probably for good reason. Like. Another reason why you just don't take Joe, Ro like, why, like, of all people, Joe Rogan, that's yeah, the that's the medical well, expert. Exactly. That's your medical expert. <laughs> what? <laughs> just ridiculous. I, if I was in the NFL and I saw the five hundred pages, as soon as I saw Joe Rogan's name, I would stop reading. Like yeah. it's a wrap. Nope. Decline. Oh, <laughs> Like, I know, so, like, he, he went out there with like and said immunized on purpose. Like, come on, man, we're not stupid. You didn't want the you didn't want the media backlash, so you made yeah. it seem like you were vaccinated when you knew you weren't vaccinated. Yeah, I mean, seriously, like and that, that's what's so frustrating. I think a lot of times about Aaron Rodgers is just like, dude, like 
if you want to have your beliefs and like, like, like if you want out of Green Bay, you don't like what something's going on in Green Bay, fucking say it. Just say what you fucking mean. Mm-hmm. I get so sick of this behind the scenes trying to be like sleight of hand type bullshit. Like, come on, man. Like, it's not even. Cl- and he thinks he's doing it a smart, clever way, and it's not smart or clever. Like, it's obvious. Yeah. It's bad. Like, but I think before this off season, I like you know obviously know he's a, a great quarterback. Didn't really care. I didn't have like positive or negative feelings about him either way. I can't stand this man now. Like I, I hope he doesn't. Bad. I hope he doesn't. I hope he doesn't win another game. Like yeah. I just, I just want him to like tank out of the NFL. I mean, it's not only the fact that he got COVID, but you weren't vaccinated. And stats, statistics show that people who aren't vaccinated who get COVID tend to have worse issues with getting over COVID. So he may not be back in ten days. He may you don't know what could happen to him. Yeah, like, I mean, he's he, sick he's like, for real. It doesn't sound like he's <laughs> had terrible, you know, like terrible uh, symptoms. And like, no, he's in his thirties, like obviously in That's very true. good shape and everything. So he's he will probably be fine. But again, it's it's just a matter of not caring for anybody else. One, you Nobody play a team. Else. You play a team sport. You don't know who. You know, you could give it to on your team. They could even give it to a loved one that's super vulnerable, right? Like, that's the whole right. thing about the vaccine. And, like, I'm sorry. I love Charles Barkley, but if, like, Charles fucking Barkley can get it, I think every American can understand it. Hey, and that's not that's a knock on point. Charles Barkley, but he is just, point. like, he's a very common sense type person. Like, he doesn't get into, he's not going to try and go way up here. Like, come on. Like, if, if <laughs> all these people can understand it. Why can't you? Why? Like, it, it's never been about you. I wouldn't have gotten vaccinated if I was just scared for me. I think I'll be fine. <laughs> but I want to give it to my 67-year-old or yeah, 67-year-old mom who is very vulnerable and yeah, it's like that's that's the whole game. Uh but let's talk about real football. Yes sir. Um, it's a couple a couple odd ones that we thought each of us listed in our top 5 last week took some very interesting losses this week. Uh so we'll start with the Bills. Lost nine to six to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm. I thought something was wrong with like my apps and everything. Like, oh, <laughs> the score is just not updated. No, but that was the score of the game. It was awful. It was an awful game. Yeah, I mean, like, God bless anybody that watched that game. I think the only game that might have been worse was the game that I decided to watch. The whole fucking game of was my Dolphins play the Texans. Somehow a game that had nine turnovers resulted in a 17 to nine score. How do you only, <laughs> that's terrible. No offense. <laughs> <Not often. laughs> but I, I want to talk about the bills a little bit because I've been saying, I thought they were the best team in the Me AFC too. for a while, but I'm having a hard time with them now. So I've seen them play the dolphins twice now and they've ha- handled my dolphins easily. That's, that's not the point like that. A lot of teams have had a lot of success with my Dolphins for whatever reason this year. But Josh Allen, didn't, he didn't look good to me in either of the Dolphins games. Like, they won because, like, the Dolphins' offense was so anemic and just eventually the defense is going to give up some points. Now you go to play the Jaguars. And the Jaguars have been playing better. Like, it's been fun to kind of poke fun at Urban Meyer and his bullshit that he's had going on. Shout out to him. He's probably at a nice bar right now. Um, but... You know, like they've been playing better, but I mean, like the like where we see the Bills, you, you can't only score six points against the Jaguars. That's, so, that's bad. And this is about the third or fourth game now that Jack Allen has not looked good offensively. Like 
He hadn't looked very good at all this year. Like not he, at he's all. only had a couple. He's had a couple games where he looked like last year's Josh Allen, but he's looked like he hadn't looked as bad as like his first two years. But he's, he's looked he has more in between. Mistakes, Just the stupid turnovers. Stupid, stupid turnovers, turnovers. Stupid sacks. Yep. Holding on the ball too long. Yeah, and like it's it's like one of those things. Where it's like it's a he he makes a lot of like really great plays because he's so big and he's fast and he's athletic. He he gets away with it a lot. But you go into a team that's got some people that can actually handle him and tackle him. It, it, yeah, they can make it difficult. That's good so point. we should also say this today is November seventh. We are recording this while the Tennessee Titans are up twenty one to nine in the fourth quarter over the Rams. Who's the best team in the AFC? Because Tennessee, I think, has got a pretty good case now. They beat Buffalo. Um, but, like, the AFC is just so weird. Right the Rams now without Derrick Henry, that's the big thing for me. Because I didn't think they were going to be able to run the ball without Derrick Henry. And, and it doesn't look like they have run the ball very well today either. Like, I, don't think, I think uh, they have a pick six. Kevin Beard uh, pick six Stafford early in the game. Uh, Man, Stafford, he just – Every now and then, though, Stafford is tend, he does tend to have a game or two like this every season where he's just a turnover machine. But the yeah, Tennessee Titans, it's just, yep. the Tennessee Titans defense is not good at all. They put up, they let people score a lot of points on them. So I'm pretty surprised about this game to be honest. I thought the Rams were going to be able to handle know, it. You, I think you got, I think you got to give Tennessee like their season win, long just, stats are not good. But we also just I brought to the last episode. They only give up six to the Chiefs. Like, and I know the Chiefs haven't been quite as scary. But it's still the Chiefs. Like that's still Patrick Mahomes, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. Like they, I think they've found that where they're succeeding now is they're only having to rush four people, and they're they're getting home. Huge. And so that allows them to you know take advantage of teams like Kansas City that really want to push the ball down the field. Well, they're not giving you those opportunities. Mm -hmm. They're going to make you methodically go down, and you get these guys that sometimes want to make the home run play. Not against work. the Titans. Nope. You're right. Good point. Okay, let's talk about so one so I'm sorry, but one of these involves one of your teams. And you put them in your top five last week. Cowboys got absolutely dominated by Denver. Demolished. I didn't see you coming. Like I didn't Denver either. Denver just shipped out Von Miller to the Rams. Like Man, and I know I know Dak Prescott's coming off an injury. He didn't look good at all. The whole team didn't look good, to be honest. They looked like they came out there kind of flat. Like, they thought they were just going to roll through the Broncos. And the Broncos are a good team. Like, I get they got rid of Von Miller and Bradley Chubb is still hurt. But offensively, they got some weapons out there. If Teddy Bridgewater can play decent and in in is attacking the, down the field, the Broncos can be a legit threat to some teams out there. So, like, there are no scrubs out there. But the Cowboys – they just came out flat, and it was it was too late. Like the points they scored later in the game don't even matter. It was too late. They just got hit in the mouth early, and there was no chance of a comeback. Yeah, that was uh, that was a tough one for your Cowboys. Uh, you know, Trevon Diggs is such an interesting player because he's made uh, so many really amazing plays this year. And some I saw someone make the point. It was like. What, on defense for the Cowboys, when the Cowboys are on defense, Trayvon Diggs is in every highlight, Everywhere. good or bad. Like, he's yep. interceptions, but then he gets his ass beat for touchdowns a lot too. Which is going to hurt them eventually. Yeah, like he's just he's very similar to me to Darius Slay. <clears throat> yep, he's a gambler, and he's going to you know he's going to try and jump the out route, so you hit him with a double move, 
you'll get them every once in a while. But I, th- I still think it's a net positive, and I think it honestly works really well for the Cowboys. The Cowboys aren't trying to win games 17 to 9, right? Like, the Cowboys sure. are trying, like, they're fine trying to beat you 30 to 24. That's fine. So, the possessions he steals make up for the every mm. once in a while touchdown. So, because they I, put up points offensively, they got so many weapons. Yeah, I, I think your point about Dak and coming off the injury, that's a little concerning to me. Yeah, he definitely had a couple overthrows in the game. He just because he was injured was this the, year already, basically. Yeah, I mean, and it's a calf injury on the, the surgically repaired ankle, so like that's a little worrying to me. And man, those those can be so tough because you never really know, like when you plant to throw, like you don't know when that's gonna catch and when it's going to be fine. And so I, I could see how that could lead to his accuracy issues. And then if that's in the back of your mind, too, it's a wrap. Yeah. I think the Cowboys today looked like the Cowboys the last couple of years. I agree. Yep. Like, their stats might not look terrible by the end of the game, but no, never, never were in it. And then when you play a team like Denver, and I know they didn't have Chubb or Von Miller anymore, but – um. It's still a, yeah, a Vic Fangio coach defense. Yeah, still got Justin Simmons at, at safety. Like they still got a lot of good players on that defense. You're not coming back. It ain't gonna happen. All right, what do you say we go to the NBA? Let's do it. It's been pretty good so far this year. Been an interesting start so far. Um, so let's talk about some teams that have had some slow starts that I think we all thought would be better. Now. I want to I want to know if you're worried or not, and and kind of diagnose why you think they've had a slow start. So I want to start. Let's start with Milwaukee. Theirs is more obvious. Middleton and Drew Holiday have been missing games, yep, so it hurts. That's gonna hurt. Uh, but are you worried about Milwaukee? I'm not worried about Milwaukee. Have you been watching Giannis play? Oh yeah, this man is walking up making threes like it's nothing. Like <laughs> that's scary. This man pulling up jumpers, making them like it's nothing. Like switch, they're not bouncing in and doing goofy shots. He make draining them. So that's why I'm not worried at all. When they're healthy and it's time to go, I think Giannis is going to be able to do, make some things happen. They definitely got some competition in the East, so it's not going to be easy. And I don't, I'm not going to sit there and say they're going to the Eastern Conference Finals quite yet either. But I'm not too worried. Right, but they're they're still going to be among those teams. Oh, yeah, absolutely, top three. Yeah, I think I agree. I think they're fine. Um, Giannis is scaring me to death because good God, unstoppable! If he starts doing that, man, he's going to be consistently. Even, he he might be more. I don't. Th- I didn't think I'd ever see it, or at least not see it for a long time. Something that could potentially be scarier than Kevin Durant, but that, that might be scarier. Yes. So, yeah, I'm not worried about them. You know, I love Drew Holiday. He's one of my favorite players in the NBA. Just love how he plays. Not having him is big, right? Because they're still down mm-hmm. DiVincenzo as well. So they're That's down huge. their two best defensive guards. Um, and Middleton's missed some games. So, like, there's just a lot of things going on there. I think they're going to be fine. They'll get healthy. They're coming off of finals. Like, chill, give them time. And, and Grayson Allen's getting a little bit of playing time. That's going to only help build his confidence when he goes back to the bench. He's playing really he's playing well, well too. Yeah. Really, I think Not he's actually third in the NBA in three-point uh, three-pointers made a game. At like 3.4. So that's, that's like nice. and he's a pretty good defender. So like that that was a, that was a nice subtle pickup they made. Agreed. Uh, I think getting him from Memphis last year. Yes, so, Memphis. Yeah, no, I, I I'm totally with you there. Atlanta 
This is where I think it starts to get tricky. I'm worried. I'm worried. Because they, they, they started slow last year, too, and they had to make a coaching change, and then things just kind of clicked and everything started working. I mean, they got a lot of young pieces, and I like how they're looking. It's just they're inconsistent. It, some nights it's Trey Young, and then other nights it's everybody plus Trey Young. I think they need it to be Trey Young plus committee plus everyone else because when it's just Trey Young out there, it's not looking good, and that's why they're losing. They, they've also been a little banged up. A lot of those wings have been in and out of the lineup. Man, see, this is so hard for me because they kept they making did. me look so stupid last year when I kept not believing in them. And then I said this year, okay, I'm believing in the Hawks. And now I'm already like, oh, I'm getting worried. Mm-hmm. Uh, so here's here's what I think. And I think it, it's something that can be solved. I think they got too many too many what do they say? Chefs in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. There's too many. There's too many people that are all very similar. You got Cam Reddish, DeAndre Hunter, Kevin Herter, uh, Gallinari, uh, Bogdanovich. Like that's like six people that are all very good, capable wings. And like I, I'm, I love having depth, but they're they're almost all too similar. You know, like it, it's it it makes it hard to know where like where to consistently look to. What I think they should do by the deadline, move Gallinari. I think he's going to yes. be the most attractive one to move. Package him up with maybe DeAndre Hunter and one of the other wings and try and go, like, really go good get star. a good player, a very good player, borderline all star, something like that. Because when Cam Reddish is given opportunity there, he's looking he really yes. good. Now, I haven't watched all of their games this year, but I've, I've watched, I think, the majority of three or four Hawks games, and every single one, Cam Reddish looks like he's just mm-hmm. Pops off the slowly and slowly figuring it out. It's going so quick. I, yep. And like, he's going to be a very capable defender. That jump shot is silky smooth. So I think I just think they need to – they did a good job. Like, like, let's get all these really good players in here and try to make it work. Okay, that guy – like, Cam Reddish could be a star. So allow him to have that role and take that that opportunity. Keep those other guys out of there for uh, another really good player. And they need to get a little bit bigger. Like Clint Capella can't get all the rebounds now. Help that man out a little bit. Yeah, because John Collins is very athletic, but he's undersized. So he's a good offensive rebounder, not always a great defensive rebounder. So, yeah, I, I would be all in on them getting another and maybe John Collins is the guy you package. John Collins with Gallo and somebody, and you go get a disgruntled four or like a. a I'm trying to. I don't even know. I don't, it's hard out there right now. Even if they make it like you wouldn't, you wouldn't want to package all those types of pieces up. Like even getting like a Kevin Love, like just a, a better four that's got that some more bad. skill. I don't know. I, I got to think about that a little more. But the, the the third one that I want to talk to you about, your Lakers. Five and five. It hasn't been – like, when you look at the right – okay, five and five, that's not terrible. They're a new team. But it's it's the who they're losing to. Okay, see. Twice. Damn near lost to Houston. Like, they've had a very soft schedule. You would have thought they would be seven and three, eight and two. And it's just not coming together. LeBron has been in and out the lineup. I think he, what, tweaked an ankle? Yeah. Something early on. So, like, makes sense. Like, 
like be smart, like let the man heal. No reason to push it at this point. We're not even we're not even to Christmas. So whatever. So are you worried about your Lakers? I'm not too worried. I'm worried about LeBron James injuries. Like you said, the ankle and then he's missing a week because of abdominal strain. Like eventually, I mean, you've been playing 19 years. Those injuries are going to start adding up, and I'm worried about that. Like that's why they got Westbrook because they were concerned about AD and LeBron's health. And I thought it was going to be AD more than LeBron. I was hoping it was going to be AD more than LeBron. So that does bring me a little concern. But the way Carmelo's playing off the bench is is nice. So if LeBron can come back and he's going to be healthy throughout the season. I'm not going to be worried because I think they got enough scores. I think they do need to do something a little different. They need to put some more shooters around. Of course, they got a lot of guys out there who can get their own shot, but I think they need some guys out there who can just stand in the corner and shoot it, who don't have to be hot, who can just at any moment, like Joe Harris, get the ball and just shoot it. They don't need to be finding their shot all throughout the game. And I think that's what's killing the Lakers more than anything. You know I love Russ. He's been tripping a little bit. You got to play a little West better. Brick. West Brick. Yeah. You need to play a little better. West Brick. Um, it's the L.A. shine. I don't know. I don't know if it's the pressure of being back home or what, but you're right. He has not been playing well. well it's just what I said at the beginning. They just don't fit. They really don't. Like, there's, like Ariza hasn't played yet. None hasn't played yet. All these people are supposed to be able to kind of help space the floor. And, do, like, where are they? Yeah. It's a great question. Frank Vogel, it takes him a long time to find the right lineup. That's that's for sure. Yeah. I, I'm not going to go worried for the Lakers yet again. Too much talent. Yeah, exactly. They're going to figure it out. But I am worried that they're going to, like, they're going to take too long. Mm-hmm. And, then the, the, and then their seating is going to make it a little tougher. It's going to matter this year. Like, you can't go in as no seven AC. It's not going to happen. No. They, they, need, to, they need to – they need to avoid the playing game. Yep. All right. They need to top three, to be honest. I'd be yeah. worried about a four, five, six, two. <laughs> that'd be that'd be rough. I think I said before the season I had them as the two seed, so I am a little worried that they'll not, not get, get there. Because but... Utah's getting that. Man, Utah, some man like it's ridiculous. <laughs> They're, they, they're, they're a really team. good regular season team. Yeah, you're right. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna play a little game now. Are you a believer? We're gonna go over some teams, their seeding, and do you think that they belong where their seed is, or you know, do you, essentially do you think they are a real contender in their it. conference? So let's start with the center of all the drama. In the NBA, Philly is somehow in first place at eight and two. Somehow, <laughs> somehow, like you said, somehow, even one games without Joel Embiid, that's not staying like that. If Ben Simmons don't play, it's a wrap. Well, Ben Simmons is not going to play. It's a wrap. That's not staying like that. I think they do have some good pieces to where they're not going to completely fall off, and Joel Embiid's going to be good. But Tobias Harris can't be your second best player. Like y'all need another piece. Like. Steph, Steph Curry can't get you that far. Like it would be cool. It's gonna be a nice story if y'all play and win some games. But y'all not getting out the first round if y'all have is Joel Embiid. Because y'all gonna at at that point people are just gonna bully him. They're just gonna bully him, and he's not gonna want to play in the paint. And he's gonna be tired because he know he doesn't have the endurance 
and then you're going to be screwed. Like, they really need Ben Simmons. So it's a nice story right now, but at the end of the day, I wouldn't even put him I wouldn't even put him in the top three or four if they play a whole season without Ben Simmons. Yeah. Oh, uh, man, Ben Simmons. We'll talk about him in a second. But no, I'm not a believer in them as the fucking first seed no, or contender no, okay. or anything. I disagree a little bit, though, about your assessment of, of Tobias Harris. I think he can be your second best player. And I actually like his fit much better without Ben Simmons. He hasn't even been playing, so I still don't know how they're winning games right now. But I haven't paid – like, I know they beat, like, the Raptors or something. So they're not exactly playing the best teams. Without but, Pascal, so yeah. Yeah, but Tobias Harris is a very good pick-and-roll player. So I think that would, that would play really well with Embiid. So I think those two fit really well. And I think they honestly fit way better than Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid. Um, so – Okay, good transition there. What what do you think this means for Ben Simmons? Because Ben Simmons got to be somewhere punching air, right? Like <laughs> they're winning with yeah. him. Yeah, I mean, this would have been the perfect time for him to come back. It just proves that he's he's not playing for the Seventy Sixers. Because real talk, okay, Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid's hurt. He's not there. Tobias Harris is not there. This is your time to go and show those fans like, hey, I'm gonna take over the team and we finna win some games. But instead, this mental health issue, so. I mean, I can't. I don't even know what to say. Like, to the point where it's like, hey, they trying to get him help, but can you really? Does he really want help from the people that are causing his mental health issues? So it's kind of just a whole shitty situation where you're just gonna have to rub hands with it and trade the man. But you guys made a whole situation out of it, and made it worse. You slandered his basketball ability all through the summer, and then think he's gonna have some good trade value. So now you dug your hole. Good luck getting out of it. Yeah, that's a pretty perfect way to sum it up. Like, <laughs> you you bl- you made him the scapegoat for why you couldn't win last year, and like you thought that was that was like the you know the good thing for all you individually. That's Doc Rivers, Joel Embiid, so and so. Yeah, you you took the blame off yourself, but now you just created the situation that I don't know how you get out of it. Okay. Like now they do have they're giving themselves some leverage because they're like they're, they're winning, so it's like all right, all right Ben sit, right, whatever. You? But like you said, and this is like the hard thing because he's he's saying it's mental health, um, but he's not he's refusing the treatment and like I'm very big on mental health like everyone needs to go get their mental health check you know in check go see therapists don't use you know, your friends or family or whoever as therapists, like go see a professional. Like I, I am all for it. I just think it's just, it's such a hard situation. Cause of what, I mean, the Sixers are now finding him again and I don't really understand for what I didn't get a chance to dig into that too, too much. But at the end of the day, I don't know if they're going to trade him. You would think though, if they keep playing well, while they do have leverage over Ben, you would think at some point you got to start believing your team has a chance to win. And like, that's a really big chip, like to go get someone else that can actually help you play, you know, will play and actually help you win this year. So I don't know, really interesting, but let's stay in the East Washington. They are the fourth seed. No, no, they'll be, they'll be in that, that six, seven, eight spot. They're a real good team. They're a good team. I like I like what Spencer did, what he's been doing. I like that 
Kyle Kuzma's been playing decent. I thought he was going to be playing a little bit better, but he's slowly getting there. Montrez Harrell has been a huge surprise. Like, he was like, Lakers, how come y'all could not use him like that last year? I don't understand. Like, it made no sense. Just give that man the ball and let him score. Why? Anthony Davis. You're not going to do that with Anthony Davis out there. That's fair. That's fair. That's that's exactly why, because they look good. They really do look good. They got some nice little pieces around them. Brad's actually hasn't been playing that well yet. So once he gets going, I think these last couple games, he's starting to look like Brad again. Uh oh. But it's still at the end of the day, they're the Wizards, and some for some reason they just they can start high, but the, something's gonna happen in the middle of the season. I just can't see them being top six. No way. I'd say six, seven, eight in that area. All right. So my preseason spot for them was fifth. So I'm gonna say yes. They are. I believe in them being like fourth, fifth seed. I don't believe in them being a real contender in the East. But I think this is—I think this is right about where they mm-hmm. are. I—I I, I really liked the the small additions that they put around Brad. I think they fit really well, and it's it's working so far. If they can just stay healthy, that's I, the key. I like them. All right, Chicago—they are the fifth seed. This is the team that I had up there. I thought they—I'm putting no. I think they're believers. I think they're going to be definitely in that top five area. They may even jump to four or three the way they're playing. If DeRozan and Zach Levine can be up there in the top scorers in the league and keep doing what they're doing, I think they got a lot of good pieces around them. Lonzo's going to be able to keep getting things and getting those guys easy buckets. And I think they have a pretty good team. They've been playing some solid defense too, which I was a little surprised about. I knew Lonzo had it, but I didn't know if those other guys had it. But I like the Bulls a lot. I think they're a dangerous team in the East. Better watch out. Yeah, I think I had them sixth preseason. So, again, they're they're up one. So yeah, I believe it. I don't. I don't think they're really a threat threat in the East, but not yet. Yeah, I think it's weird. Like I expect Washington to be have a better record than them, but I think I would be a little more scared of playing Chicago in the playoffs. In the playoffs, just because they have so many different people that can go get a bucket, yeah. whereas the Wizards, you can focus on come two crunch people. time is Brad. Yeah. And so, maybe Spencer Dinwiddie, maybe. Yeah, but they might. But you know, at the end of the day, they might be able to just run some offense. I'm not. I'm not writing them off. I think they could win. I think they can make it to the semis. I would probably have them losing in the semis, but that's probably where I'd have both of those teams losing at the end of the day. Depending on if Chicago goes sixth, then they're probably bounced in the first round. But nonetheless, all right, <laughs> let's go to the West. <laughs> Well, okay. I mean, think about it. If they're, if, if they're playing Milwaukee, Brooklyn, or Miami, I don't think oh, I yeah. have them beating them. Yeah, but right. if, they, if they got like a Washington, that'd be a, that'd be a really fun that'd series. That'd be fun. Um, or if they got like a New York, Atlanta, I could see Chicago winning that. All right, the West, Utah, they are second. Man, this team, I don't care what they do in the regular season. They're like the Indianapolis Colts to me with Peyton Manning. I don't care what you do in the regular season. Show me what you do in the playoffs. Cause yeah, y'all got enough talent and defense to win the regular season. But when it comes down to it in the playoffs, like we said, your second best player is Rudy Gobert. And how much can you really do with Rudy Gobert as your second best player? They're just going to eat him up all day long. They're going to ISO him. And attack him all day long. And then offensively, he ain't giving you more than 13 points, if that. So what you gonna get from him? Like, yeah, it's fine, it's nice, it's cute in the regular season. 
I'm not a believer. They're going to have to show me first. Yeah, so I'll break it down as I'm a believer that they could finish second in the regular season. Oh, I'm easy. not a believer as them in as a Western Conference title contender. Nope. Don't not have it there. Like you said, like when Rudy score, when Rudy scores points, it usually is probably because someone else in our team is off because like he's just <laughs> exactly. snatching offensive rebounds and putbacks, or he's catching exactly. a lot. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not sold on them. They like Donovan Mitchell does keep seeming to get better. It's not that mm-hmm. I don't believe in Donovan Mitchell. It's just whether it's Gobert is your second best player or if it's Conley, Conley. it's just like like. It's not enough. None of them are enough. Clarkson, like they're all a bunch of really good players, and they could beat a lot of. Like I could see them winning their first round matchup, depending on who that is, and maybe their second. But if they saw like a Golden State or a Lakers, yeah, nope. I just I don't know. I don't nope. see. I don't see it happening. So next one, Dallas is in third in the West. Nope. Nope, I'm not a believer. Nope, not at all. That was a quick no. Nope, nope, no, no. Luca's been balling, but Porzingis has not been playing well. And Jason Kidd, period. Jason Kidd's the coach. I got no faith. I don't care. Weren't you you pretty high on that hiring? I thought you liked that hiring. No, nope, nope. Jason Kidd is wild. Nope, I can't do it. (laughs) Jason Kidd is wild. (laughs) Read some of them stories of him coaching with Milwaukee. It's crazy. There's a story of a – there was like a last second – he called a timeout. It was the last second play. And everybody came in a huddle. They think he's drawn out of last second play. This man was drawn out of design for a water park. He loves water parks. I don't he, believe that. I don't believe that. Man, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. They have Bucks players, like, they didn't put their name behind it. They were anonymous. But they recalled the story. He literally drawed out a design for a water park and said, I'm just calling the last all I play. Know is, all I know is... Jason Kidd had the best ever uh, fake spill of a drink to get a timeout. That was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that's all I Nope. That dude is wild. I can't trust him as a coach. But Lucas balling. If Porzingis was playing better, maybe I would say they believe us, but they're just a one, one-man show right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on Dallas still. Watch them recently. I've only watched them play the Heat. Mm-hmm. They're not good, really. It's the same thing, and it's what I. It's the James Harden thing. Luca is just James Harden. That that's that's what he is. It's all going to revolve around him, and when he doesn't, if he doesn't get it going, it's not going to happen. And he just. So I've been thinking about this a lot because there are some people that can dominate the ball and still get their teammates go. Like Chris Paul can dominate the ball. His team is all still make shots because he keeps them all in rhythm. LeBron obviously is that way. And I think there's just like a mental part to that that is very hard to master that Luca and James Harden just have not mastered. Now, Luca is, is much younger than Harden at this mm-hmm. point, so maybe he will master it and will get better at it. But it, it just doesn't look like it because it just all what it ends up looking like is Luca searching for a shot. Oh, I can't. I don't have a shot. Okay, now who's open? There, there's no rhythm and feel to the game. Like you talk to That's any true. shooter in the NBA. They are going to say rhythm is important. They're not going to say it's an excuse. Like they're not going to use an excuse. Like, oh, I still should have made the shot. But they will all acknowledge that it is easier to shoot and make buckets when you are expecting shots. You get to touch the ball, like all those things. And Luca needs to learn that because he's a low key, a pretty good passer. Like when he's in 
Yeah, he's a great passer. In the fast break, he he could could throw some dimes out there. Yeah, it's just he's flashy with it. Yeah, like yeah, he's very flashy with it. He he he's good at reading the defense and where the help came from and all that. So just use that, (laughs) use it to your advantage. Probing away to get up makes no sense. I think I've seen him and Porzingis do a pick and roll maybe like two or three times. They like never call it. Yeah, that that uni- maybe that's the guy that Atlanta goes for. Porzingis. Porzingis, that wouldn't be bad. And it's not working in Dallas. No, it's not. It's a wrap. And a wrap. that could that could be even an extra thing for Trey Young and the Trey versus Luca thing. Like I'm gonna make Porzingis. I work. made it work with Porzingis. Yeah, that would be pretty dope. That's a good one. We're on to that one. All right. Last one. Golden Ooh. State. Man, don't make me say it. They're first. They real, man. They legit, bro. They legit. Uh, and I hate to say it, like, half these dudes last year, we was talking about, man, these G League squad, like, is Steph Curry and a G League team out there? But no, Steve, I, I got to give them credit. Steve Curry and that organization, like, really developed these guys, and they they got them in the perfect spot. They shoot threes. They play just like they play around Steph Curry perfectly. So I think when Clay comes back, if he ninety percent, it's a wrap. It's it's a wrap. Like and Wiseman, Wiseman's not even playing. Wiseman's not even playing yet. It's a, it's gonna be a wrap. The way Draymond playing, Draymond look healthy out there. He running and he's not shooting the ball, which is great. So I, man, they they top they top three in the definitely top three in the West. Yeah, they were my preseason number one seed, so I obviously believe in them and think that they can win. Be smart. Um, it's just one of those things, like, we just see, I've seen it too many times with them. Like, we've seen the whole Curry, like, I'm, the only thing I'm shocked about is their fast start. It's insane. Like, that's all, I I thought that, like, Curry would be able to kind of keep them, you know, winning, winning games, like, around the four or five seed, but no, doesn't even matter. Wiggins is, is so far playing just within himself. He's not trying to do too much. You know, like, Maybe maybe there is something in those vaccines. You know, he he finally tried <laughs> to get that vaccine, and it, it got him thinking. Right, that five G is really uh, is really five G. <laughs> that magnet unlocked his basketball IQ. <laughs> okay, so last talk we want to talk about though. Let's talk about some scoring leaders right now. We got mm-hmm. some new names that are not always in the top five. So, I believe uh, Curry is. Leading the league in scoring. I could have that wrong, actually. Um, I was just looking at it. I was just looking at it myself. But here's three people that I don't think we would have put in the top five. Paul George, DeRozan, and Levine was around That's the top weird. five a lot last year. So, and Zach Levine. Mm-hmm. So, my first question is, is oh, Durant. Duh. Durant's number one. So, I think it's Durant one, DeRozan Durant. two. One PG two, PG two, Giannis three, DeRozan four, Levine five. Gotcha. Okay. Mitchell so, six, Curry seven. So do you think do you think those three can kind of maintain where they're at? They're all at about twenty seven, mm, twenty six points a game. I think Paul George can keep it going. I'm actually not surprised to see him up there because I thought that's what he was going to have to do for the Clippers this year without Kawhi Leonard. Still not. Uh, Demar Derozan. Oh, yeah, and they don't have Serge Ibaka either. I keep forgetting that they don't have Serge Ibaka either. Like, the Clippers are pretty – they're missing a lot of people. 
DeMar DeRozan, I'm real surprised by. I, like, I knew he was going to be a good scorer. I thought he'd probably give him 20, 22 points a game. I thought he was kind of aging. And I didn't, I didn't know that he was going to still be able to be an ISO player. I thought they, they was just going to use him a lot out to spell Zach Levine a little bit. But it seemed like they just – Lonzo, give them the ball and let them ISO and let them do their thing. And you keep controlling the offense when and make sure you give the ball to the hot hand. So I think they both can stay up there. I, one of them is going to fall off out the top five, but I think they both can be up there in that top, in that 22, 25 points per game for sure. Yeah, I mean, one thing for DeRozan, you got to give him credit. Like when he went to San Antonio, which he obviously didn't even really want to go there, but he started playing his most efficient offensive basketball yeah. that we've, we've seen from him. And he's, he's really kept it going. So, you know, props to him. Um, I agree. I don't think it can last because – there's too many miles to feed on that mm. team. Like you got, you know, Vujicic, DeRozan, Levine, you know, Lonzo's going to take some shots, you know, like it's just, it's just a lot of people to, to keep going. But who is, who's, who's somebody you expect that's not in the top five to, to make it in there? Who's not in there? Uh, John Morant. I think he'll be able to keep it going. I think he'll definitely be able to keep it going. He's I think he fell off the last couple of games, but I think he, he got a little tired, but if he can continue to put up 20 shots a game, I think he'll be just fine. Like If he continues to be aggressive, because that was the one thing he wasn't doing was being aggressive offensively enough. Like You could see it. Like Some nights he'd have 12, 13 points. And like, come on, man. You got to shoot the ball more than that. You the, you the dude on that team. But if he can keep doing that, I think he can do it. Like I love John Morant. I, I would probably pick him. If I had to pick a, t- a young player to start a franchise with, I'd probably take John Morant number one. That's a good and I love he always trying to dunk on somebody, man. It's the best thing ever. Oh, He's like a baby Westbrook. It's great. Love it. Yeah, I'll go. I'll go Beal. Um, I think. Yeah, he'll. That's fair. Good call. Because he's he's the real he's really the only pure scorer on his team. Like Dinwiddie can score, but it's not it's not the most natural thing to him. He's more of a playmaker. I think. I think you know we'll see him adjust to the new rules, and he'll. You know he started to score better lately. I, I I'll, I'll go with him just because he's got the least amount of competition. I think for shots on his team. Um, but that's a good that's a good point though. But John Morant, what, that first little four or five games, he was whew, yeah because he was super aggressive. That was nuts. And he he's game against the Lakers. He's been making some crazy shots at the rim. His man. layup package is insane. You know it was a, a like a really low key. Great addition that a lot of people probably didn't even think they needed to make with how well Valencia Eunice was playing for them. But trading Valencia Eunice for Steven Adams was fantastic. It was, yeah, because Valchins was actually playing very well for them. But I think Steven Adams is just more, he's a big body. Like that pick and roll with him and John Moran is just more. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And like Valencia Eunice is a great screener himself and like he, he did he that role well. John, you got to give, you got to give Valchins the ball. Like you feel obligated to give him the ball because he's such a good screener. Like with Steven Adams, you're going to give it to him every now and then if he's wide open for that lob. You're yeah, not going to sit and give it to him and make him a little. He's so good at those little jack taps, too. Yeah, exactly. Extra possessions. So, yeah, no. So far, it's been a very entertaining NBA season, the NFL. Big time. It's, uh, I don't, it's that I don't point know. in the NFL where it's just so crazy right now. Like, yeah, we just got to wait for Thanksgiving for real. Yep, the the game just went final. The Titans just smacked the Rams twenty eight to nine. So go figure. No, that's crazy, unbelievable. But I think we're gonna call the show there. Yes, sir. Three and a possible, kind of two and a possible today. 
signing off. See you guys next week. Yes, sir.